welcome to the Social Dad podcast, a show uh, for exploring the world of parenting and other stuff. Um, today, actually, it's the first podcast that I've done in a few months, I think, since I was stuck in the Las Vegas airport. I made it out. It's fine. Uh, they let me back in Canada. So I've got two <laughs> guests today. Um, Ladena, um, host of or introducing herself on Instagram as MFS blog and myfamilystuff.ca. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Thanks for coming on. Um, it's half past nine at night. Um, I was hoping my daughter would be in bed. She isn't because she had a nap this afternoon. So she's still in the other room watching Paw Patrol. Um, <laughs> and, and we have uh, Janelle Peterson, president of The Wildlife, a new subscription box aimed at getting kids outside. Hello. Hello to both of you. Um, so, ha- how was your day? Pretty good, pretty good. Happy yeah. it's Wednesday. Yes, it's only Wednesday. It, well, it's good. Uh, Two more days before the weekend. <laughs> January has gone on forever. Yeah, there's 30, 30 to 31 days in every month, except for January when it feels like a 300. Yeah, yes. I agree. <laughs> I agree. So, are you both um, stay-at-home mums, or do you work in an office all day? Um, I work part-time. I'm a I'm a classroom teacher. Actually, I teach grade three French immersion. Um, so oh, wow. I work three days a week there, and then I work on my blog, and I kind of handle family things for the two days off that I have. Lovely. What about you, Janelle? I've got a two and a half year old daughter and uh, I went back to work after she was born uh, four days a week. I was working for a business marketing consultancy here in Calgary. And um, just this past November, I quit my full-time job to give the wildlife the oomph it needed to get it across the finish line for our March launch. That's so exciting. So what made you decide to launch a subscription box? Uh, Well, I'm one of three founders, actually, and we're all parents ourselves, and we're constantly looking for ways to get our kids excited about the outdoors, so um, we thought others might be having some of the same challenges, but, you know, when when we, all of us, when we grow up, um, when we grew up, we spent a lot of time in the Canadian outdoors, and I think I can speak for all of us when I say those experiences in nature, in the wilderness, and just out in the front yard, they were a huge part of the people we became. And it made us better leaders, it made us more creative, it gave us those tools to cope with adversity. And best of all, it made us, you know, made the outdoors a big part of our adult lives. And um, we really wanted to pass that on to the next generation. I love it. That sounds great. Yeah. Ladena, how do you get your kids outside? Um, a bunch of ways. <laughs> um, but I've got to be honest, um, half the time we kind of bribe them to get out there. My <laughs> husband and I, we absolutely love being outdoors. We could be outdoors all, t- all the time, every day. But um, as our kids have been growing up, my kids are now 12 and 9, Um, It is getting harder to get them outside. So, you know, we just kind of go, well, you can stay home or you can come with us. And eventually they they follow suit and they they come with us. And they actually have a really good time when we get out there. So 
that's the biggest part right it's just giving them the nudge to get out there yeah Um, my daughter's a little bit younger but the other two founders have kids around that 8 to 12 age and you know we've been testing a lot of the activities and tools and things on them and once they're out there you can barely get them back inside and yeah yeah part of it is just not wanting to listen to your parents (laughs) like when you hear your parents tell you to get outside there's more resistance when it's your own idea or your, there's something calling you out there that's yeah, a little bit more true. independent very true my son um he has so many neighborhood friends and as soon as someone comes and knocks on the door or rings the doorbell he is out there and he, sometimes we don't even see him until like dinner time so it works um it's just that for my daughter but you know it, it's good once they get out there that's perfect. My daughter's four, but like I'd like to take her on more nature walks and hikes and things, but she always wants up on me, so then I have to carry oh, her for yes. hours. I, re- I remember that stage. <laughs> Is there any, sort of, it's a lot any tips you can to you, any tips that you can share that would either help her be more encouraged to walk or um, any sort of devices that I could have where I don't have to just carry her the whole time yeah for sure i think uh for for me it's um even the simplest thing like giving them an empty jar and telling them that you know we're looking for different types of things on scavenger hunts so that they're always kind of scouting ahead and um feeling like they're on the lookout and having some independence and not just following you on a walk that's, that's a so brilliant good. idea i love it that's i love it really i know good. um yeah, that's so smart. And for young kids my too, kids. it can simply be like, we're looking for green things, we're looking for yellow things, we're looking for white things, like something that they can wrap their heads around. Yeah, yeah. that's brilliant. I know my son, like, I mean, still at nine years old, you give the kid a stick or something, and it's <laughs> like, I'm on a mission, and you know, he like that kind of thing always works too, just something that's already out there in nature, you know? Let them hang on to it and make it a special item. Wow, that that jar! I love the jar idea. That's perfect, and it's so easy. Yeah, um, I'm totally gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> There's really fun ways too. Like um, we've always said, for our company, technology is not the enemy, but it's restoring balance between that digital and analog and incorporating technology can be fun too. There's a lot of cool apps that will help you identify bugs or plants or leaves. Or a simple thing is somebody runs ahead and takes a picture of an object and then um, brings it back and everybody has to come look for the object. Oh, that's another great idea. I love this. <laughs> yeah, I went on a, um, I went to the UBC, the University of British Columbia um, Botanical Garden once for a a work team bonding thing an old job when I was at Nature's Path Foods and I went on the most fascinating sort of mini tour of their gardens and they they showed us edible plants Mm. and I thought that was amazing I found out there's um, on earth there's 400,000 species of plants 300,000 are safe to eat but we only eat about 200 (gasps) wow crazy amazing yeah Uh, so, sort of just changing um, angle a, a tiny bit, um, Lizana, what's it like being a mum blogger? Do you, do you work oh. with brands a lot? 
I do. Yeah, I work with a lot of really great brands and I get to try out a lot of really cool products. My kids love it because a lot of them are kid products. So, yeah, it's it's fun. I've always been a person that's very passionate. When I when I find something that I love, I just talk about it naturally. So, yeah, it just kind of came to me about 7 or 8 years ago and I haven't looked back since. That's great. Would you consider yourself and in in the <laughs> chipping over my own tongue um would you consider yourself an influencer or has that kind of become a dirty word now uh i don't know i mean i guess i kind of am but i i i don't even know i guess i would be yeah yeah i prefer content creator oh that's influencer because it is that's probably better. it sounds like you know yeah. a good looking yeah. young lady and then like a bikini the whole yeah. time and fancy outfits. Yeah, exactly. That's not me. <laughs> no. Um so Janelle speaking as a brand, do you think you'd be using um influencers or or content creators as part of your marketing strategy for launch or or later on? I definitely think when it comes to um anything to do with your kids, your best um ambassadors are people who have experienced the product themselves so i think influencers will be a really big part of our brand strategy um but hopefully working in a little bit more of an organic way and with um influencer smaller audiences i think there's a bigger impact sometimes with influencers in that um under 10,000 follower kind of range um they tend to be more authentic they um it's really important for us that they align with our brand purpose and that we're reaching the right audiences so totally yeah, more totally than just right. a more than just a quick picture it has to be a, a proper relationship yeah um i remember when you i think you followed me on instagram or you liked one of my pictures and then i i saw your stuff and our conversation really four. snowballed quickly <laughs> it did yeah um Yeah, it sort of tends to happen with that. I like get a, an idea in my head and then I can't let go. Um but yeah, no, I saw your oh, four pictures and I saw you, what you're about and that you're getting ready to launch and I you know offered don't tell any other brands this, but I offered completely for free like I I just want to um get your word out there in any any way we can because it's such an important thing to get kids outdoors and off my phone and off like away from Netflix and away from TV and just go outside and fill up a jar with worms or you know something less cruel but it's it's just it's just that important um i think even in so, our research we discovered that there's been a ton of funding put into not for profit programs that are trying to get kids outdoors and a lot of times what happens is they get the funding they create this program and then they don't have the power and resources behind it to really disseminate that information and um uh get a lot of traction so I think that a for-profit organization needs to come along and put the resources behind this and that's one of the reasons that we've chosen to go this route. Great. Very cool. Really good. Yeah. Um I was again skipping completely to another thing. Um has any of you used TikTok? Cuz I keep saying it and it's everywhere yeah. now even like what well, cuz I I work for marketing department for a, a quite a big company 
I had someone today come to me saying, "Have we considered using TikTok?" And I was, oh, no. oh, TikTok. It when, um, yeah. it reminds me of um, when people, when in an older job, my boss said, "Can we start using Vine?" And then I had to start making six-second videos. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't personally use it, but my daughter adores it. Um, she's quite the little dancer and her and her friends are <laughs> always always doing tiktok dances it's pretty awesome it's pretty funny but i have not used it but yeah i've heard how how it's a huge huge thing i see it yeah, I, I read i and i think i'm remembering this right there's 1.8 billion users and in in the oh, states it's mostly four, 14 to 24 year olds mm-hmm. and it's, yeah. it's the only I think it's the only one of the top five apps for like world downloads that isn't owned by Facebook. Oh, yeah, and I well, think there's a like <laughs> a resistance from that age group. They think, you know, Facebook is for my parents and that's not yeah. the platform for me. So I think when brands are trying to make a decision about whether or not they should venture into TikTok, um, first they have to make sure that they are a relevant brand to, to that audience and then um, whatever way they choose to use that medium, they need to make sure that the content fits that um, platform as well. So, yeah, yeah. I think if it's... and brands are more and more brands. Um, I know um, Chipotle are, are doing a really good job, and I think Nike or Adidas. Mm-hmm. But more and more brands they have <clears throat> fourteen to twenty-four year old um, audience mm-hmm. or customers. Um, they're super excited about talking to their. Um, their fans and potential customers and really getting the, the awareness out and it's it seems to be quite an effective um advertising platform and it sort of it makes me think about i kind of just worry about diversifying my content streams so i mean i'm a, I'm a blogger myself um for socialdad.ca and like back in the vine days i mean it sounds really old but like six years ago i think um there were some people and they became huge on there. And the really yeah, smart yeah. one, um, once they got a certain audience, they translated their short content into long YouTube videos. And they were able to grow their audience exponentially. Yeah. Like, um, I think, what's his name? Logan Paul, um, who I'm not a fan of, but he's done well for himself. And there's a bunch of makeup people and um, all sorts of lifestyle people. You know, when you see a big chart of the 100 most successful youtube and that's a yeah, youtube yeah. of like one of them um i feel so out of touch but so channels can quickly fall out of favor um so as we as um, content creators we have to keep an eye on the landscape and think about staying relevant and i think yeah. that's always going to be one thing that's always going to be top of mind for brands is that they're seen as a force for good and having a social conscience mm-hmm. um so, Janelle, do you think that's something that you at the wildlife is going is to work on? In terms of diversifying different no, uh, as, as like streams, a, or having a social conscious, like I think the one theme with marketing and social campaigns and everything else is that you're doing something good for um, the environment, for kids, for the communities is that something that you're trying to really tune into and make um wildlife a success 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the core of our 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 mission and our vision, you know, put succinctly, it's just to get more kids outdoors more often. And maybe it starts as a subscription box, but maybe that's just the beginning and maybe there's um, ways to expand that impact and ways to pivot and things like that. Um, but certainly you have to grow so that you can have the power to to do some of that good as well. And that's something that appeals to me the most about um, building my own company is that it gives you a bigger voice to have a bigger impact on those social purpose um, type things. Yeah, yeah, it's almost kind of what comes first, being a, a brand and a voice for good and a mm-hmm. resource for educating kids and how to get outside or the product that you, you can sell them. I mean, it's, right. I guess there's both at the same time, but I think as long as you're providing value to the, your customers and the people that find you online, there's, the more the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of two tiers to that hierarchy for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Ladena, as a successful parenting blogger, what advice do you have for other parents or um, people who want to start sharing their voice and building an audience? Oh my goodness. Just be authentic, you know, just share what you love and people will relate to you and they'll follow and they'll, they'll actually, they'll care about what you're talking about. Authenticity is really the number one thing, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard out there. It's, the competition's hard out there, but, uh, you know, if you love what you're doing, just keep doing it and you'll get the we'll get some great opportunities and just appreciate them go for it and yeah stay authentic (laughs) (laughs) perfect um this was amazing i mean i know it's just a short chat um i wrote down some um interesting facts about nature just in case it it, the conversation dried up but okay what'd you come up with well i was gonna oh okay um, I'm going to save them for next time, but um, did you know? Sure. Okay, um, a group of butterflies is called a kaleidoscope. I did not. Oh, cool. Yeah, isn't that amazing? And awesome. um, for 42,000 years, humans used cow's milk to paint with before anyone thought to drink it. Wow. Okay. All those, all those sort of questions like who was the first person to drink it? Did they just see a baby yeah. cow doing it? And everyone else is like, Maybe. Yeah. I guess they're, they're drinking it. Drinking Why not try? <laughs> okay. Well, thanks very much, uh, Lodena and Janelle. Um, actually, just wanted to ask, what's going to be, it might be a secret, but what's going to be in the first um monthly box that's launching this year or this spring yeah we're marching uh launching march 2020 so 30 32 days and counting and mm-hmm. um, we've got uh, the first year's worth of boxes planned out and um i don't want to give away too many secrets but i'll give you some examples of the each monthly box is a theme so it'll be the night box or the bug out box or the shelter box and inside the box it comes with uh, one usually two pieces of quality outdoor gear so things like a 
compass or a tarp or a foraging bag or a bug box Mm, but it also has some just for fun gear like glow sticks or chalk markers or a micro frisbee and then there's a a nature inspired craft typically with either components they need to collect outside or a craft that's best used outdoors and then a trendy custom pin that matches the box theme for kids to wear on their backpack or their jackets and display but the biggest value is um three themed activity cards so three printed cards with simple steps to build outdoor skills and inspiration to explore or even just play outside and we've spent the most time developing the activity cards we're actually working with a a grade school teacher who's leading our curriculum development and it's all built around creativity and leadership and resilience and um, that means it also the activities are fun but it's an experiential way that reaffirms what your kids are already learning in school that's so cool and and how much do you think they'll run a month the boxes are 39 dollars a month oh that's not that bad i was expecting way more for all the stuff you get in it (laughs) (laughs) that's great um and where can people find you um so they can sign up for our email list at jointhewildlife.ca and um we'll send out an email as soon as the website goes live for taking orders um and we'll also going to be if you're in the calgary area we're going to be at the outdoor adventure show at the bmo center march 21st and 22nd so we'll be selling boxes and other cool gear on site at the show that's but yeah, join the wildlife.ca okay i will check it out um, after this <laughs> <laughs> yeah we should talk Ladena. yeah absolutely <laughs> i would love that and uh Ladena, where can people find you um, you can find me at myfamilystuff.ca and Perfect. my links for all my other social channels are on there so I would love Great. for you guys to check it out well do I'm already a follower oh thank um, you <laughs> you're welcome um, thank you so much as always you can find me on socialdad.ca or jamesrcs on Instagram and Twitter um, and now on YouTube as uh, youtube.com slash socialdad um, which I'm really glad that no one else has taken that so thanks very much um, Ladena and Janelle um, and I will talk to you soon and I'm really excited to get this um, this box I'm going to order I'm going to go on uh, and pre-order one now or sign up awesome thanks so much thanks for your support <laughs> <laughs>